I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is a bonus episode of News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, I am so excited to welcome you to a members only bonus episode of News Du Jour. Um, these are going to be some of my most interesting stories and my most um, exciting bonus episodes. And this is one that I've been wanting to do for so long. Um, this one is about an urban legend, folklore, what have you, but it's about alligators in the sewers of New York City. But I do want to take this chance right at the top of the episode to give a blanket disclaimer. Christmas is coming up. It's right around the corner. Please really, really think about whether you need a pet. If you're going to get somebody a pet or get yourself a pet, really think through this 10 to 18 year commitment because it's a big commitment. It's a big commitment financially in terms of your space, um, in terms of your time. So I, before I got Rhett, I went online and there was actually a checklist online. Um, I don't remember. I think it was one of the major pet stores had done a checklist of like, can you do this? Can you commit this to your life? And it was kind of like a checklist of whether you're ready to have a pet, a dog or a cat or what have you. So um, I use that as a guideline and way of thinking about Rhett and making sure that I was ready to take on the responsibility of a dog before I got him. But you'll see that this story does feature abandoned pets and I think that's really sad. So in order to prevent that from happening, please, you know, really think that through before Christmas and also adopt, don't shop always adopted dogs are truly the best dogs like you'll never have a bond um, like you have with a pet that you rescued Um, it's just a different type of relationship Um, but anyway adopt own shop don't get a pet if you're not ready for one and without further ado we will jump into the subject of the history of alligators in the new york city sewers Fun fact, your phone is covered in germs. Here's another fun fact, Uncle John's bathroom reader is full of fun facts. Hi, I'm Uncle John, and my latest gigantic volume of trivia is available wherever you get your books. Uncle John's bathroom reader, go with the flow. So to back up a little bit, I did my last semester of high school in New York City at a program called City Term. The objective of this program was to help young adults explore themselves and learn about learning through the lens of New York City, one of the world's ultimate teachers. But during my time there was the first time that I'd ever heard about a rumor that there are these giant 
alligators or crocodiles living in the New York City sewers. And everyone who told me about this story, tale, urban legend followed it up with, no, it's true. The rumors are true. And insistence that this was real. So was it? The rumors about these alligators weren't just that they were little mini gators or that they'd had just one. The urban legend referenced even a 12-foot crocodile or alligator living down and thriving underneath the Manhattan hustle and bustle, and a bunch of them. Just imagine an investment banker stands on the subway tracks, ready to catch a train down to the financial district, and a 12-foot beast could literally be lurking behind the wall he's leaned up against. It's crazy to imagine. But when I finally looked into it for this bonus episode, to find out more and once and for all if the rumors were true, I found out that there was actually so much more to this story than that. Like, for example, the New York City sewer workers ended up having to arm themselves with guns for self-defense against these creatures. The topic has also apparently come up in TV, books, movies, all different kinds of pop culture. Namely, the 90s kids TV show Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where these mutant turtles pop out of the sewers and they actually battle against these mutant crocodiles that also live in the sewers. The tales date back to 1907, when a New Jersey newspaper located about 12 miles from Manhattan first wrote about an alligator in the sewer that reportedly bit the workman who found him. The gator was reportedly 18 inches long, and they discovered he was an escaped pet of a New Jersey government official, which really cracked me up. Apparently, when he saw the little guy in the newspaper, he was like, that's mine. (laughs) Um, Crazy town. This turns out to be a theme, though, when it comes to these gators in the sewers. Most of them started out as household pets, but when they outgrew their cute phase and required a lot more grub and a lot more space, their owners would either try to flush them down the toilet or abandon them in a sewer drain or in a creek in the park or in the East River or the Hudson River. As we all know, humans do this with all different kinds of pets. They abandon dogs, cats. They try to drown them. You know, humans are terrible. (laughs) Um, And that's why I think it's so important to rescue pets because there's so many who need good homes and have been through a lot at the hands of humans. But anyway, these newspaper articles about these pets gone wild kept popping up throughout the 1930s as well with headlines like, quote, Alligator hunt in Bronx River thrills police in the New York Herald Tribune. And, quote, stalk alligator in Bronx River lair in the New York Times. The second one was in about 1932 and reported, quote, swarms of alligators with 
A 36-inch one killed in the confrontation with a few boys in the Bronx. Then in 1935, the big boy was found. He was not 12 feet, but he was an 8-foot alligator that was reportedly lassoed in Harlem. (laughs) That's right. At 123rd Street and Pleasant Avenue in Manhattan, a 16- and 19-year-old boy caught a 125-pound alligator with a rope. Fun fact, your phone is covered in germs. Here's another fun fact. Uncle John's Bathroom Reader is full of fun facts. Hi, I'm Uncle John. My latest gigantic volume of trivia is available wherever you get your books. Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, go with the flow. In 1937, a barge captain even pulled a four-foot alligator out of the East River, who reportedly seemed exhausted and did not put up a fight. All of these early alligators that were reported on in these newspapers were killed immediately because they were deemed dangerous. A man named Teddy May, who was a sewer official, did not believe that there could be gators in the sewers. But his crews were insisting that there were quote-unquote colonies of gators, including albino colonies. He even went down to check. And he was proven wrong. There were so many gators that this man, who was a sewer official, opted to arm himself and his men with rifles and went down eventually to hunt them. He went on to write the book on the subject in 1959. So there have been many sightings of these alligators throughout time since the 1930s. But the most recent incident I could find about um, alligators in the sewers took place in 2019, last year. A smaller-sized alligator about two feet long in 2019 was found in a Staten Island neighborhood. He was in a creek that was reportedly fed by the river, which is fed by the New York City sewers. This little guy was nicknamed Charlie and given to the police to be transported by an animal care center in Brooklyn. Ultimately, I did find this story to be a really sad one. These gators are meant to be soaking up the sun in South Florida or Louisiana, not hiding in the darkness behind a bustling metropolis, not braving the freezing temperatures throughout a long winter. Though they clearly can survive on rats and garbage and amidst the muck that humans, you know, put into the sewers, it doesn't mean that they should be living like that. These poor creatures were brought as babies to New York City and then dumped until they were strung up by curious little boys or shot by workmen just trying to do their jobs. It's ultimately a sad story, albeit a captivating one. But the light at the end of this dark tunnel, or the dark sewer drain, is that the nonprofit Animal Care Centers of New York City 
they are now rescuing these animals as they find them. They accept donations on their website. So if you are moved by this story, you can just Google them. Again, their name is Animal Care Centers of New York City, or you can just go to nycacc.org to donate. But this group has actually taken in five alligators in the past two years alone, you guys. They have field rescuers who will go out and pick up these abandoned pets and figure out the best permanent home for them. And again, like we said at the top of the episode, this is your yearly reminder to not get a pet for Christmas if you can't commit to taking care of that pet for the next 10 to 18 years because pets can live that long. And they are your sole responsibility besides your kids. If you have kids, what will you do if they are high energy or naughty and chew up your couch? Do you have a stable enough job to take one on financially? These are the things you have to ask yourself. And as as always, please, please, please adopt, don't shop. But yes, these alligators in the sewers, the urban legend, it comes from somewhere. It's real. There might not be 12 feet ones, but there was an 8 foot, 125 pound alligator pulled out of the sewers in Harlem, Manhattan. It's real. Um, Also, I wanted to note that some people hypothesize that the reason these alligators were able to survive was because they mutated um, to adapt to living in the sewers over time. Um, So that's something, or not mutated, you know, they use that word for effect, but more like evolved. Um, Some people say that they're blind because they never have any sunlight to see anything. Um, These are rumors that I was not able to substantiate, but obviously they inspired all of the pop culture references I started off the episode with, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and things like that um, have definitely sprung out of this urban legend and it's real. Um, So that is the news du jour episode. Again, as always, if you guys enjoyed this, please consider giving us a rating. I know you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, but if you could give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be the biggest help ever. Um, It helps other people find our podcast and helps Apple recommend it to more people. So it would be a huge help. Thanks, and we'll talk to you again soon. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugar-free media, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News to Show.
broadcasting from Fun fact, your phone is covered in germs. Here's another fun fact. Uncle John's Bathroom Reader is full of fun facts. Hi, I'm Uncle John. My latest gigantic volume of trivia is available wherever you get your books. Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, go with the flow. <laughs>